0: Hi guys hi
1: guys uh, uh welcome
0: back to the less i
1: know the better i'm dominic
0: and i'm bridget
1: and today we're going to be talking about some life experiences that left us quaking to the core but at the same time taught us very important lessons so i'm going to start off uh i was born here in the bay area specifically mountain view and i lived here for three years i then moved to a small town south of sacramento called Oak grove I lived there for another ten years of my life, and during those ten years, many curveballs and lesson life lessons were thrown at me. Uh, now in Elk Grove, there isn't much to do. There's a lot of fields, vegetation like trees, and parks, so it was basically a backcountry type vibe until you drove up to what we would call Sac. Anyways, the point there is that there wasn't a lot. Of, there isn't a lot to do there. And we stayed home a lot. So, um, yeah, we had a pretty decent-sized backyard in which Leah and Maya, who were my sisters, would play would play with me in the backyard. So it had a nice tan-colored paved pathway um, and a large pool that at its deepest point was six feet. Keep in mind, though, this pool was not any pool. It It was a very controversial pool because there were many accidents that were held in its name so for example my aunt slipped on a wet spot near it and she hurt herself really bad two of my cousins almost drowned in it at a pool party so yeah you can see that this is not just any old pool so our family knew to be extra cautious when people came over on one hot summer day in june i was particularly joyful i was in a joyful mood and i wanted to take my skates out for a spin since i had it in a while I pranced my little butt to the garage and grabbed my roller skates, popped them on, and into town. I remember skating around with my heart's content, having such a great time uh, with that stereotypical summer breeze, followed by that, those hot rays radiating on my skin. You know that feeling when you're at the brink of getting too hot, and then that nice breeze just cools you right back down? Ah, so invigorating. Anyways, those times were the best. stress free not giving a care in the world about anything. And I'm over here on cloud nine. All of a sudden, I hear the sliding glass door open in the background. As I'm making my turn with my back face towards the house. I didn't think much of it. However, without me knowing, here comes my sister pushing me so hard, head first, into the pool. Luckily, it, it was on the deep end. I um, felt... I felt that heart, harsh jolt. I knew I had fallen in the pool, but it didn't really scream danger to me until after I kicked the bottom of the pool. And then, like, you know, when you kick off the pool, uh, off the bottom to get to back to the top, I kicked off and then I sunk right back down. That's when I knew I was in danger. That feeling of sheer panic that I felt will never leave me to this day. So I remember, like, during that time, I was swallowing a lot of water, because like you know when you're panicking you breathe very rapidly so I obviously like I raised my hands and started splashing the water to create distress but the weight of the roller skates was really weighing me down like I could not swim to the edge so finally what felt like five minutes but realistically was 10 seconds my dad came running out and jumped in the pool with full clothes on pushing pushing me to the ledge eventually where my mom pulled me out I felt immense relief after that, because, yeah, it's just like that traumatic experience is over. So I confronted my sister after that, and I realized that there was there was some previous conflict between us that night. Uh, that previous night, I don't remember exactly what it was, but that was her motive for doing it. But yeah, that day I learned not to provoke dangerous incidents and just to take the necessary precautions of not doing like dangerous actions near water in this case it was roller skating near a large body of water and uh but I, I her knew that siblings are very annoying and I mean can be very annoying and they still are to this day but yeah that's all I have to say for today folks here is Bridget and she's going to tell you a time that left her shook
0: Okay, if you guys are anything like me, then you must watch a lot of criminal shows. So whenever there's nothing to watch on television, my brother and I usually watch a show called Forensic Files, which is basically, basically about detectives and scientists solving crimes, typically murders. So anytime I watch this show at night, I freak myself out because I think that there's an intruder in my house every time I hear the Forest creak because... The floors are very loud and any little noise in my house and they'll creak. On one fateful day, my fears became a reality. So back in October of 2019, I had stayed home sick and homecoming week had just finished and the whole week had worn me out so much that I ended up getting laryngitis and I could barely talk. My mom let me stay home and sleep so my voice would get better. And it was 11.50 that I had woken up from my slumber. I heard footsteps walking around my house, but only downstairs. Luckily, my bedroom is upstairs. The garage door is pretty loud when it opens, so I figured that if somebody did open the garage door, I would have heard it. However, I'm a pretty deep sleeper, so I figured I must not have heard it because I was sleeping. Um. My mom typically comes home from work around noon for lunch since she works at an elementary school close by. And I first just thought it was my mom coming home for lunch, but I checked her location on Find my friends and saw that she was still at the school. My heart started to pound as I realized that there could be an intruder in my house. So I crawled out of my bed and into my bathroom because... My room is right next door to the bathroom, so that was the closest room I could get to. Uh, my bedroom door doesn't lock, and the bathroom does, so I thought I'd be safest in there. I pulled out all the drawers that blocked the door from opening and listened for any movement. The rational part of my brain told me that was probably nothing, because if there really was an intruder, my dog would be barking. She barks at any little noise, any person who walks past her house, so I thought... If there was somebody, my dog would have been barking by now, and I did not hear her at all. I thought maybe this is just a family member. Um, my dog's pretty friendly with family members, so if it was one of them, I, she wouldn't be barking, and it, they would have just come to drop something off, or I have, would have no, reason, no knowledge of why they would have come. But after a while, the person who was in the house still hadn't left. I would taken my phone with me, and I started to text my mom. I was texting myself stuff like, there's a person in our house. I'm so scared. I need help. I was frantically texting her for at least five minutes. No response. And I was waiting for any sort of response. I was waiting for those three little dots to pop up, seeing that she had seen my text or she would texted me back, but I didn't get any. And I sat in the bathroom for at least five Five or ten minutes just silently crying and praying that whoever was in my house would not come and find me. And all the while, these cabinets were still being opened loudly. I thought that in, if my mom does not text me back in the next couple of minutes, that I'm going to call the police and write about. I was going to open the phone app, dial 911, and my mom texts me back saying, it's Jimmy. He came from home sick. My house is very close to Carlmont, so my brother and I have to walk to and from school every day. So, whenever my brother and I have to come, if we come home for any reason, if we're sick, um, my mom isn't going to go pick us up from her work. We have to walk home. And so, he had, my brother had walked home sick, and I opened the bathroom door. Still not sure if it was really him or if there was really someone in the house, I was freaked out so badly that I didn't even think my brother was there. It, I still thought it was an intruder. So I opened the door, I peered my head out, and I saw my brother walking up the stairs with a plate of crackers. And I had told him how I thought he was a robber. And he told me that he was opening all the cabinets to find something to eat. So I went back into my room and I let my heartbeat slow back down. As I fell back asleep and the thing that I remember the most of that day is just how fast and hard my heart was beating. I don't think it's ever my heart had ever gone that hard or fast in my entire life. It was pounding out of my chest because I honestly thought that there was a robber in my house and that they would have found me and that I was going to die that day. So luckily my fears did not become a total reality of that day, but at least I know what to expect in case an intruder really does break into my house.
1: Wow, that's a really intense story.
0: Yeah, (laughs) very scary day.
1: Luckily, I've never been anything like a close call like that before, but at least I kind of have some insight. But anyways, um, guys, that'll be it for this week's episode um once again i'm dominic
0: and i'm bridget
1: and we hope that you guys stay safe especially with the crazy virus going around so yeah bye bye
0: Bye.